Love this podcast? Support this show through the ACAST supporter feature. It's up to you how much you give and there's no regular commitment. Just hit the link in the show description to support now. Coming up in this edition of TV Black Box, Seven scores a big win with its Bruce Lerman interview. Now we look at the fallout. An Aussie version of The Office is coming. I think my comments might just set off a bomb on this one. Welcome to the podcast where there's nothing but peace, love and happiness. (laughs) And the people in the TV industry get their news from here too. This is TV Black Box. Cheapers. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. At Mint Mobile, we like to do the opposite of what Big Wireless does. They charge you a lot, we charge you a little. So naturally, when they announced they'd be raising their prices due to inflation, we decided to deflate our prices due to not hating you. That's right. We're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. This is TV Black Box, bringing you the inside goss from the TV industry. Hello, I'm Rob McKnight. They call me the calm, sensible one. David Robinson is a TV presenter and he also joins us. Hello, David. Oh, fuck off, you racist. <laughs> Jesus. <laughs> no, no, I, I'll, I can redo that because I just went with that. Yeah, I'm leaving it in. Okay, Don't good. we just leave everything in? Uh, yeah. yeah, there's no edit. <laughs> uh, TV producer Abby Mickelson is with us. Hello, Abby. Hi, Rob, and I am recording today on the land of the Daramurugal people and would like to acknowledge them and pay my respects to them. The viewer's advocate, Steve Malk, is with us. Hello, Malk. Hi, Rob, Abby, Robbo. I'm recording tonight on the land of the dark and young people, and I would like to offer my respect to their elders past and present and their emerging elders. Okay. Now, obviously, it was a bit of a strange episode last week, and uh, I just need to say, this is we, we could have not uploaded that, but we did. Sure. All of us agreed. agreed. And here's the thing. We can argue like there's no tomorrow, but the four of us are friends. So yep. you can try and put a wedge in. We have a strong friendship. Nothing's going to change that, even if I think they're all assholes. Yeah. yeah well, it, helps, <laughs> it helps that we're all white. Yes. There's uh, check your privilege at the door, friends. I, 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 Rob, I, I want to echo that the, the feedback that I've received has been, I think, with maybe one exception, largely positive mm. for all of us for yeah. the conversation, for acknowledging that we were ballsy enough to release it in its entirety. There wasn't any editing taking place. Um, and and it, that was our conversation. What, what people heard was how it went. Um, what I am deeply, deeply disappointed about is that one other person on the podcast who isn't uh, a person with a penis copped shit yeah, she did. like horrendous stuff and i held exactly the same position got none of it like that is honestly and i'll i'll start by apologizing fucking outrageous it was it was and look she only deserved half of it uh, <laughs> oh, yeah maybe none of it actually and, and that's Monk. I, know, I, know, I know you're joking i know you're joking i i think that Frankly, if people are listening to the podcast and they hold the positions of the things that they said to um, Abby, then they don't need to listen anymore. They can just go away and sit in their magical cave and pretend like the world is all for them. All right. Mm -hmm. Enough said about that. Let's get into what we do best, and that's Talking TV. Although I do think there's a spin-off podcast the four of us just talking about the topics and going oh. ape shit at no. each other. Oh, is that a podcast will, there? That will end the friendship. That will be the end. Oh. All right. Let's get into it because Seven has scored a big ratings win with its exclusive interview with Bruce Lerman, the man accused of raping Brittany Higgins. Seven Spotlight also had exclusive CCTV footage of Lerman and Higgins entering Parliament. Despite concerns it would be a soft interview, journalist Liam Bartlett went in hard from the very beginning. Did you rape Brittany Higgins? No, I didn't. It simply didn't happen. Did you have consensual sex? No. Did you kiss her, Bruce? No. In that parliamentary office? No, I did not see her again. Were you intimate with her at all? Not one bit. You know that there is nothing out of bounds here, don't you? I do. Everything's on the table. 
ask me anything. There's no question off limits. Go for it. The program also had access to an audio recording of the meeting when Higgins and her partner, David Shiraz, had a lunch with Lisa Wilkinson and her producer, Angus Llewellyn. That lunch went for five hours and the whole thing was recorded on an iPhone. They all knew that was happening while they told their story and strategized. Lisa Wilkinson has come under fire since the airing of those tapes for the way she coached Brittany Higgins during the interview. The answer you really need to think about is, yeah. why didn't you press charges? Yeah. I, I'm, I have every confidence that you will answer that very eloquently. Yeah. But it's one you just need to really think about. Yeah. And I'll you, and it you down need to a, Yeah, a but bite. speak about the culture. Yeah. That, you know, I don't want to put words in your mouth, but if you can enunciate the, the fact that this place is all about suppression hmm. of people's natural sense of justice mm. because you see around you the way that this place works yeah um that will help one of the big headlines to come from the story was the game plan they were coming up with for when the story was to be aired including which politicians they could get on side to ask questions in parliament during question time do you have friendly um <laughs> mps you know that could fire questions in question time <laughs> Oh, certainly Albo. Yeah. Um, Tony Plebiscic, definitely. Because all we need, like, a... I don't know, we get Grace Tame doing the media the next day. You need someone who's... Because you want friendly so that they don't saturate the airtime with, like, you know, Craig Kelly. Oh, women, you just need to suck it up. Tanya Plibersek was on Sunrise the morning after and seemingly was trying to skirt around the issue, but after being followed up around six times by Natalie Barr, finally answered the question. During that conversation, did Brittany Higgins approach you to fire questions in question time no, in the Australian nobody, Parliament? Nobody tells me to, what to ask in question time. Did That's she ask a, you? I, I reached out to check on her. She and didn't reach out to me. in that conversation that, that, she, that oh, you reached I, out, did she ask you to ask questions I, I, in Parliament I, I about this topic? I don't recall anything like that. I don't recall anything like that. She's a very uh, upset and um, fragile young woman that I was checking on. That's that's my involvement here. Okay, so there's a bit to break down here. First of all, the first part I want to talk about is there are concerns over the fact Seven aired the interview at all uh, with claims that essentially they're triggering a possible rape victim. Obviously, Lerman's guilt or innocence hasn't been proven in a court of law. Robbo, do you think it was right for Seven to get this interview, which they say they didn't pay for? He did not get any money. Do you think it was fine for them to wear this story? I do. I think uh, in this in this instance, all uh, voices should be heard. Uh, he has not been convicted, um, and I and I think that's fine. That that's what a te- television network does. That's what a news division does, and I think it's it's important that they do that. Yeah. Um. We we would still anyone would fall over their own grandmother to interview, say Martin Bryant. You would absolutely want that interview. Yep. Now, I'm not I'm not comparing those two at all, but you would want to hear from this, uh, these people. And someone had to do it, and it's an important story. Now, Abby, I know you disagree with the decision to air this story. Mm. The, the point I would lead into you with was Brittany Higgins made these allegations very publicly. Mm-hmm. Why doesn't the man alleged of these, being alleged of these crimes, have the right to respond publicly? Good question. Um, I think he does have a right to respond publicly. I think he's chosen not to do that previously. Um, I also think that we're living in 2023 and his, his ability to respond publicly doesn't depend on a network supporting him to do that. There are many other ways you could have told his story that I think would have had less impact, not only on, and in fact, any way he tells his story is going to have an impact on Brittany Higgins, right? Like however he did it. Um, I think the network choosing to do it this way had a much bigger impact on a lot of other people, which is what concerns me and why I don't think it was appropriate. I I just want to follow up, and I'm sorry to interrupt, but why is it not okay 
Brittany Higgins went on The Project, a mm-hmm. primetime show, made allegations. Why mm-hmm. is it not okay for a story of such interest? And we saw that. It was the third highest rating program of the night. It beat mm-hmm. everything in its time slot. Mm-hmm. Why is it not okay for Seven to say we're going to air his response to those allegations? Because I think the it's because of the damage that it causes. So Nina Fennell, who amazing journalist and advocate, said today on Twitter, we will never know how many rape survivors were on the verge of speaking out who will now retreat permanently back into silence. And as someone who has been in that exact position and making that decision, and also as someone who works in this field, that is not an exaggeration. That is not a hypothetical. That is completely true. This has this will have affected thousands of people. And I just don't think our curiosity or our entertainment or whatever is more important than that. And I don't think that's more important than preventing the re-traumatisation of people. I don't think that's more important than... Um, they don't have to watch. But it's about the impact it has on society, right? Like, But then we're deciding who... But then someone is deciding what can be broadcast and what can't be broadcast. I when just think this... We're in a democracy have- and everyone can choose... To watch or not watch. Yeah, but it's about the it's about the impact. You can choose to watch and not watch. I chose to watch, which I deeply regret doing. Um, and I, I just don't think this had a positive impact. So ANROS, which the acronym is escaping me, but it's um, Australia's National Something for Women's Safety, Research Organisation for Women's Safety, um, have done incredible work in highlighting kind of the attitudes and the and the myths within Australia. And I think that um, particularly Australians hold towards sexual assault. And I think this interview just emboldened and enhanced those attitudes, whether victims chose to watch it or not. Victims are affected by the culture that we live in, and so anyone choosing to watch it has caused a negative impact. But this wasn't a soft interview, and he also... I don't think he came away looking crystal clean, you know, like there were... But it's not, it's not were... even about that. And I agree, I don't think Liam Bartlett did a terrible job. I don't, I, like, again, I didn't I love that it I actually think he happened. did a great job. Sure. There were some things that, again, as someone who works in this field, I would have liked to be pushed back a bit on because there were things that to me were just textbook things. Regardless of that, sure, I think he did a fine job. Um, but it's not even about, it's not about that. It's not about how well it was produced. For me, it's just about the wider impact and whether that is more important than having a bit of entertainment or, yeah. I have to profoundly disagree with you, Rob and Robbo, on a couple of key issues. Liam Bartlett did a fine job. It was a softball interview. When you ask someone that is accused of rape and the case got cancelled effectively, it wasn't even thrown out. It is like 800% you are not going to hear them say, oh, no, I did it. Did like, you watch that's the not, interview? That's true. Yes, no, I, I every do agree minute with that. Of course, of and course. I okay, but, just but, but shuddered he, at he some of the editorial choices. Poked Holes in the story. And I what's think he going to say? I think it's completely unfair to call it a softball interview, but I'll let you finish. What's he going to say? He's no. hardly going to go, oh, no, it was great. No, but really you, but, but Liam Butler has to ask the questions, though. I would be annoyed I, if he didn't ask those I, questions. I agree. He had to ask. But he the viewer to gets ask. to decide we whether they gonna, believe him or not, based we on only, the, the way he talks and the answers he gives. And we were only ever going to get... Of course I didn't. No, I never saw her again. I didn't touch her. You would expect. I I also want to make sure that we're really clear. When the Higgins-Wilkinson interview on the project took place, no one was named. Understand that. No person But as he rightly said, everyone in Canberra knew who it was. And and, and, uh, without leaning into the bubble excuse, in part... That is the nature of politics because it leaks like a Titanic. Yeah. Right? People share things and they too talk soon. about things. Mark, too soon, And mate. I'm sorry, Robbo. It was happening <laughs> no, 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 a while that was ago. Bad. I thought we'd be bad. okay. That was bad. Um, it, it, like making the compa- – editorial decisions are made all the time as to whether or not stories run. All the time. Independent of the public interest. Yeah. All the time. Do we need to hear from somebody that has had an allegation of rape made about them that Multiple. the court case was withdrawn because of concern around the mental health of the the victim in this case? Um, do we do we need to hear from the person who never never 
saw judgment in in a legal context. Um, look, you guys have argued yes, and I will have, fill your boots. I profoundly disagree. I absolutely agree with with Abby and with the the stuff that was said. That why would any woman want to come forward? Any person certainly, but absolutely any woman want to come forward with an allegation of rape after what happened on Sunday night? No. I really just quickly want to touch on one other aspect of this before we move on. There's been a lot of criticism about Lisa Wilkinson, about the way she she did that lunch. You know what? You saw behind the curtain, everybody. Mm. This happens in TV every day and the strategizing. You've got to remember, so Brittany Higgins and David Chiraz were media people in Canberra working with politicians. Is it any surprise that they're going to use the skills that they've been taught in that world to get their narrative. And 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 the criticism, and I said I've known David Chiraz for a few years now, and I don't think there's a problem with what he was doing. He was no. using his skills to protect the person he loved. Absolutely. Right? There is, the problem is we started seeing how the sausage is made. Yeah. And that's what freaks people out because conversations like the one that happened with Lisa Wilkinson happen every day in Canberra where media advisors are trying to change the narrative to getting in front of the news cycle. This is just how it works. There's They did nothing wrong during all of that. I can almost guarantee exactly the same process happened with Bruce Lemon and his representatives. Sure prior to this interview on Sunday, on 7 Spotlight. Well, they would have a strategy of what they were trying to achieve. Absolutely guaranteed. Whether it was five yep. minutes or 500 hours, the same kind of process took place. I agree. All right. After years of whispers, it has finally been confirmed an Australian version of The Office is in development. Now, of course, you'd be familiar with the British or American series, but this will actually be the 13th adaption of the show with other countries who have had a go, including India, Israel, France and Poland. The Office manager role, whether it's Michael Scott or David Brent, will be Hannah Howard, played by comedian Felicity Ward. It's due to begin filming in June and will launch in 2024 on Amazon Prime. Oh, my God. Oh. Are you going to tell us what you really think, Rob? Australians <laughs> have seen both versions of The Office. Why do we mm-hmm. need an Australian version? And, of course, because it's 2023, it's got to be a woman. Wow, that's two big issues you've involved right there, Rob. Can I say something that's actually going to shock you? Can I say something that's oh. actually going to shock you? Mm. I don't like that it's a woman. And I like, <laughs> I, no, no, but let me explain, let me explain, let me explain, because I am someone who wants a woman. No, 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 no. But it's going to be for different reasons than you. You just don't like women. Joking, joking, joking. Um, <laughs> Boom. No, what? no, no. Wow. I Welcome to the some- misogyny episode of TV Black Box. I am someone who, <laughs> I am someone who wants women to be at the lead of almost every single show I watch. The Office is the only exception to that because I didn't really like the UK version, loved the US version, haven't seen all the other ones, weren't aware they existed. But Michael Scott um, in the US version is like one of my favourite fictional characters of all time. Part of his charm is that he has this well-intentioned ignorance to everyone else and everything else. Yes. And I mean this so respectfully Wait. to the He's three unaware. of you. He is so unaware of society only because he is a middle-aged white male. That is something. In power. That, I thought you were going to say I'm TV black boxes, Michael Scott. You are a little bit, but <laughs> I, I just don't think, and maybe, I don't know the direction they're going to take the character in, right? But yes. It's a hiding to nothing. Because if it doesn't work, what? it's because it's like the female Ghostbusters. It's because it was all women, right? Oh, no, no, no. So that was such a shit film. The female Ghostbusters it, was fun. But that's yeah, right, Robbo. It was a shit film. It was fucking I awful. I loved it. I mean, anyway, it was a shit because film. Because it was like all anyway. like, yeah, like brand new bra. Okay, different Sorry. argument. But here's the problem. You're taking an old brand to try and cut through the clutter, you know, and the problem is by putting a female in, the first distinction is, oh, it's what I said, and I'm being a bit tongue-in-cheek, but the fact is you're putting a woman in because it's 2023 and everything, that's what we have to do, right? And if it fails, then that's going to be the problem. This will fail because it's the remake we did not need. 
yeah, people okay. thought that about the US oh offices. Sorry, no, brother. Was, so sorry. sorry, Abby, there's a difference. The US had not really seen the UK version of The Office. And they had always been remaking each other's shows, right, for each market. Mm. It had a bit of penetration in the States, but it wasn't huge, which made sense for them to remake it. Australia but even when they launched versions. it, it okay. took a season and a half for it to get any kind of traction. A yeah, season and a half. How I many shows that, get but that? that's not overly the point. I'll no, that is the, can I, can I tell point. you what the point is? Okay. I feel like the woman on this podcast because no <laughs> bastard's listening to me. I've got opinions on every friggin' topic and no bastard's listening. That's the misogyny podcast. Oh, well, on I'm TV well and truly misogyny. here. Amen, sisters. Let's Mix- burn our Brazilians. <laughs> That's amazing. Wow. Sorry, Robbo. Please go. Go, Robbo. Sorry, it was Robbo well, talking. No, no. Hold on. I've got to go and stir the pastor. Point. I'll be right back. I'll be here. No. Um, I think that it's a natural progression, though. So I, I, I get what you're mm. saying, Rob, where you think that it's 2023 and it's got to be a woman. Thank God it's not a they-them, am I right? Um, no, joking, Stop everyone, they-thems do not... Who like, do said not, that it won't Happy be. Pride do Month, everyone. Not, oh, yeah, that's right, hooray. Yeah, I should know that, too, because of that whole uh, weird thing mm. I've got, but that sickness, <laughs> um, the homosexuality. I'm trying to cure it. Um, no, but people I, can I pray it away it's for you, a natural Robert. progression. It's a natural progression to have that character who was created 23 years ago it's time to give the other side we a go. We just don't need it. We just don't need this show. We just don't need it. I think that it's in some really safe hands as far as the cast that have been announced. Felicity Ward and Steen Raskopoulos are going to be amazing. Shari Sevens is great. For Astorani is great. Josh they Thomas. They haven't announced Shari Markson. Who? Shari Markson. Shari Sevens. <laughs> Shari from Jesus. Seven. No, sorry. Can I finish a, like one coherent thought in this podcast or am I going to be interrupted by everybody? This is what it feels Honestly. like to be a woman on this podcast, Malk. <laughs> I know, I know Abby and I tonight. talk about it regularly. Absolutely. <laughs> On the regular. Um, I th- they haven't announced the Jim and Pam casting yet. That's still to come. Um, so I look forward to, to hearing who that's going to be. You're right. Filming starts in a couple of weeks, and I'm looking forward to a set visit to go and see if they can capture the magic in the bottle. Certainly the conversations that I had with the producers about the conversations they've had with Ricky Gervais are that he has more than given it his blessing. He loves the idea. He thinks it's going to be a great thing and has given them all sorts of script notes and all sorts of things already. Yeah, he's cashing in the checks. <laughs> of course, as rightly he should, get his cut of whatever's going to play on, right? That's the benefit. However, he's also smart enough to know that if it's going to shit on his legacy, he won't take the money. He doesn't need the money. He's earning money hand over fist from Netflix independent of everything else, plus the residuals of the UK and US and the other 11 versions going around the world. Mm. Network 10 is suing its former political editor, Peter Van Onselen, for breach of contract. While the content of the lawsuit is unconfirmed, it comes following PBO's column in The Australian, where he called into question Paramount's business prospects and management. Earlier this week, Network 10 asked for an injunction. Van Onselen has agreed to refrain from disparaging his former employer for the moment. The expedited one-day hearing will take place at the end of this month. I've got to say, this is interesting. As someone who's had a lot of legal threats from Channel 10, Mm. um, I find it interesting the idea that he wrote an opinion piece based on publicly available information. He wasn't using trade secrets. He wasn't using knowledge that he had from 10. Um, I, I don't know how much how if this has got legs legally but mm. i'm not a lawyer what? Um, i think that that's the subtitle of this entire podcast rob we are not lawyers <laughs> although i know my stuff i've watched boston legal <laughs> yeah i did like two weeks of an online law degree okay <laughs> i did year 11 and 12 legal studies yeah i watched yeah, an episode of boston hey, hey, hey your objection is overruled. He's overruled. I had to think of what it was <laughs> then. Sorry. <laughs> I object, Your Honour. I hold myself in contempt. I can I can work out if you're sustained. Remember the old gavel I used to have? Oh no, don't bring that back. Yeah, thank Rob, God you can't find that. Rob, no, no, Rob no. a couple a couple of things there. I'm glad that you find this topic interesting because the, you're the executive producer. So thank God you thought that this was worth talking about. That's that's fantastic. <laughs> the second thing is, I think it's a big thing about just going, hey, um, like don't be mean to us because if you're mean to us, well, um. We'll tell the teacher on you. Now, the teacher is not going to give you a suspension or a detention. Um, uh, the, the dobber is not expecting any of that to happen, but it's meant to be, no, come on, we've got our house in order and people won't do this to us, even though you're right. He was he was taking information that was publicly available. He wasn't saying anything that he heard in a boardroom or, in, or oh my goodness, or in the kitchen or in, in the makeup room. He wasn't doing any of that. 
He was just making statements. He was and reporting making a, on their on what's happening in the states and with the exactly. stock. And, and, and there's some trouble at Paramount Global. That's right, because Warren Buffet has said that streaming is not uh, for the future. <laughs> and now, if if Buffet says it's not for the future, now I think that Buffet is so still good in the to take you seriously when you're pronouncing names like that. No, no, because it's important. Because we got rid of Sizzler, and that was a buffet. And I think we made yes. the wrong decision. And I think that Warren Buffet is making the wrong decision by saying that streaming <laughs> isn't the future. Because what is? What are we going back to DVDs for Robo. Christ's sake? I love your logic. I'm right there with you. Sizzler being cancelled was a bad oh, idea. Geez, geez. I never got um, to go. <gasps> yeah, you missed out oh, on an their experience. cheese bread was the oh. best. I'll never I was explaining to someone that all you can eat pizza <gasps> when you could oh, go no, and do that. that. That's, that's the second one. Incredible. Yeah. Um, I, I, I think, I think the the interesting mix in all this, and I'm only surmising. Anyone that's not in certainly anyone that's not a former employee of the network, whole, writing an opinion piece about publicly publicly available data is fine. Uh, the the challenge is that he comes from inside the machine, so the, it will be absolutely a legal shit fight in working it through. I can guarantee that Ten will be looking at the language he used, the choices of words he used. That while mm. he absolutely lent into publicly available data, he comes from inside the baseball game, knowing how the sausage is made. Oh Christ! Yeah, so of course. There will be inference. That he has used his position to help shape and form that opinion piece, and that because of that, because it was a hatchet job, that that's and that he's on the outer and all of the all of the things around that 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 formed the opinion. It formed his opinion. Don't know for sure. I'm only guessing. I'm sure it could be even less complex than that. Uh, all right. Coming up, a new host for Sunrise has claims there are tensions at the Today Show over pay parity. Well, that'll be fun for us. And we'll find out what everyone's been watching in the TV binge box. I've got two weeks worth of binge box to talk about too. So you've had do. Mother's Day is around the corner. Find the perfect gift for the mom in your life with a stunning piece of jewelry from Blue Nile. From timeless pearls to dazzling gemstones, Blue Nile has something she'll adore. Need a fast? Most items can ship overnight. Plus, enjoy guaranteed free shipping and returns. Don't miss our special Mother's Day deals. Save big on the season's most beautiful trends. For a limited time, get up to 50% off by going to BlueNile.com. That's BlueNile.com. News broke last week that David Koch would be resigning as co-host of Sunrise and in an announcement that surprised nobody, Shervo will be taking the reins from Monday, June 12th. Matt Shervington has been filling in regularly alongside Natalie Barr for the last year and a half, especially on Fridays. Meanwhile, over at the Today Show, Channel 9 have denied claims of onset tensions between hosts Carl Stefanovic and Sarah Arbo following the reveal of their alleged salaries. An article in The Australian claimed that Carl Stefanovic is on $1.5 million and Sarah is making $800,000. That's a difference of $700,000. Stephen Burling, Nine's Director of Morning Television, has said the reported figures are not even remotely correct. He also said that anyone who watches today can confirm there's absolutely no tension on set. Um, can I just put this to bed once and for all, please, Abby? Pay parity is not a thing in television. It does. It should not exist. Mm-hmm. It has no place. Mm-hmm. Carl Stefanovic absolutely should be on more than Sarah Arbo. He's been in that chair for a decade or so. Sarah mm. Arbo has just gotten the opportunity. She's on a $800,000, according to this report. Good on her. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, over at Sunrise... Natalie Barr should absolutely be on more than Matt Shervington mm-hmm. because he is the newcomer. She has been there for so long and essentially she is now holding the reins. He's mm-hmm. coming along, but she's got to keep that ship together and mm-hmm. she should be on mm-hmm. more money. They so should not friends. be on the same. Mm-hmm. Carl and Sarah should not be on the same. Mm-hmm. Um, I agree with those two Thank examples. You. Okay, no, 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 moving on to the TV binge No, we have not begun. We have not begun. No, I do agree with those two examples, right? I think it's a case-by-case basis. That's fine. Um, I understand the frustration from women earning less because uh. traditionally it is the man who earns more. Sure. And because mm. it is the man who is more successful because because it is the man who has been given more opportunities and is mm-hmm. more accepted by audiences. So I think it's a bit more of a nuanced conversation than just, well, no, she should be earning less because he's more experienced or the other way around. It's 
decades and decades of frustration that is pent up. And Mm. I think even like this is a US figure, so not Australian, but for comparison um, in entertainment in the US, women women earn $1.1 million less than their male co-stars on average, right? There's Mm. obviously exceptions to that. There are exceptions here as well. But so I I ask a question though. mm. I accept those figures and Mm. I would accept you'd get the same disparity here in Australia. What if... I'm almost hesitant to even ask this question. Oh, I'm scared. What if viewers actually do prefer a male? They do. I.e., as their newsreader, as do. their... That's not so a what So nearly 60 years they have. So, yeah, so, so if the male is driving viewers, hmm. shouldn't that male be pay, paid more? And they are. That's exactly what is happening. But I also think if we want to see changes in viewers' reactions to people and therefore opportunities and eventual pay, you have to, you you can't, you have to challenge the status quo, I guess is what I'm saying. You can't just say, well, we're only, and I know you're not saying this, but in an extreme to that example, you can't just say, well, we're only going to have men on air because audiences no, respond better I to agree. men. Yeah, you're not saying mm. that. I'm not saying you are. But as an extreme of that, you can't do that because that's, it's a detriment to your programming as well to only have a male perspective on things. Agree. Yeah, and that is why diversity is important and all the rest of it. By the way, you're talking to the person who put four women on a panel. You're talking to the person who put three or four women on a panel and one guy. Hey, hey, we I don't was... know if Joe Hildebrand is uh, post-op or <laughs> pre-op. But... He does use they, them pronouns. Oh, my well, when so... I say three, we had yeah. we had Ita and Denise sharing a role yeah. uh, after a couple of years. And, and you've explained before that Ita was paid the most on that panel or, mm. or at least Sarah or whatever because of... No, nope, Ita. Sure. Either way... My point is that I understand it's a case-by-case scenario. I get that, but I also do understand the frustration because it just feels kind of like an endless battle for women to be able to reach that level of pay. But people do reach that level of pay. Um, So Yana Vent in the day would have been the highest-paid woman, probably not as highest-paid as the man, Hmm. um, but but essentially if another man came along in that specific role. Uh, Stan Grant, when he was hosting Real Life, would have been around the same time that Yana Vent was hosting Current Affair. There's no way that he was earning as much as mm-hmm. he as she was, and that's rightly so. Mm-hmm. Um, Barbara Walters, obviously in America, huge, mm-hmm. um, you know, a huge star, was paid the same amount of money. Um, it really is the only industry, I think, that where you can go forget the gender, forget all of that for the moment. Um, Lisa Wilkinson should never have been paid as much as Carl Stefanovic Agreed. at nine. There is no way in the world because it, 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 think about it as a um, as a dairy cow, and I, and I mean this respectfully. Um, if you're the dairy cow that produces the most milk, that produces the the milk that people want to drink, and has been around longer, you're going to get the more money. Also, it's the cow who is going around to all of the cafes in the area more than the other cow. You so could that was call the biggest it a thing. cash cow. You could. No, that would be a brand on that, that isn't going to work yeah. with this example, though. Can I ask a question, Robbo? You can go Who's ahead, please. Milk- Who's milking Carl Stefanovic and how are they doing it? Channel I'll tell nine. you right now, I will milk him however way he wants. Oh, wow. Okay. Okay. Oh, okay. No, go- no, 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 no. Can I, can I slide in really quickly? Because I know that Ew, you think don't say that. what you think I'm going to say. <laughs> Absolutely in television, it is not a level play field. And I'm going to say, nor should it be. Because it comes down to the talent. It comes, like, a, a great example, though it's a bloke. Bert earned megabucks in lots of different roles mm. because Bert is an entertainer, was mm. an entertainer, and leveraged his opportunity, leveraged his reputation, leveraged his skill, did all of the things, earned a pretty penny. Thanks very much, Bert Newton. There have been other other performers who are female or women that have had not similar opportunities, however, have leveraged them as best they can, and that is actually the problem. It's not the issue of pay parity. It is the issue that Abby raised of opportunities for women to exceed and to grow and excel. Now, in the mm. breakfast television stakes, it's it, it like on one hand, really positively, there's lots of equity opportunity. So Carl and um, Sarah and Nat and Shervo, you know, two people independent of the, 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 the cultural diversity, gender diversity is largely ticked off. We have a bloke and we have a lady and off we go. In, in working side by side, Carl has the step up. Nat has the step up because of audience engagement, because of longevity in the roles. So fine, they should earn some more cash. Mate, 
I will do Sarah's job and I will put the dress on and a wig on for $400,000. Half of what they're paying Viewers her. Viewers aren't turning up for you though, Malk. They that's, get exactly, paid. that's exactly right, Rob. They're not turning up for me. And Sarah, given five to ten years in the role, should command... Make all of the monies. If all no, of the monies. If she brings in the audience, correct. And if yes. she does the work, she, how do you yes, quantify Robo, that genuinely? Easily, because if you're but, more popular, you can, can, can uh, you Abby, score. I'll tell you how you can quantify can I, that. There is there is daily ratings that if if Sarah's hosting without car, well, not if James Warburton has anything to do yeah. about it, but yes. <laughs> but I mean, I mean, Play generally. On, when, on, let me let me just finish answering your question. Yes. Okay. We have daily ratings. So if Sarah is hosting without Carl, you can see if there's a difference in the ratings if people turn off or tune in. You can also, they do so much research that they Mm. can see how viewers are reacting to the talent. And when Lisa and Carl were hosting, no one can disagree that Carl was the stronger cog in that machine. He got all the headlines. He was on 60 Minutes and doing those stories. And so he was doing more for the network, commanded a bigger fee. And... Drove so much PR for the Today Show. For good and for ill. Yes. You know, relationship-wise. Yes. yes. Um, it, it's it's such an interesting position. Now, I, I joke and say I'll do it for $400,000. The, the, the challenge is that she should be able to command all of the monies if she is still in that chair like Carl is, 10 years' time, blah, blah, blah. If the ratings aren't there, she won't be. Correct. So it's it's uh, literally that yes. simple. Yes, yes, yes. If 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 Sarah and Carl or Sarah and whoever are hosting the Today Show in five years' time, then they should be getting some monies because we all know nine are not just running today, just like seven are not just running Sunrise to fill minutes. No, they are doing it because there is money in it. Uh, and let me say, just say Carl and Sarah become this amazing combination, and they go on to rating success. Yep. Carl eventually leaves, and they put Tim Davies in the chair. Then Sarah should be commanding more money than him. Yep. And I will also say that back in the day, by the time Melissa Doyle left, I would assume her and Koshi were on the same pay because they were both the chemistry yeah. between them and what they achieved was. You can think that an equal partnership. You can think that. Is it the, not the true? Only t- uh, my well. understanding is no, it was not, but I don't have that in any hard fact to be able to say. It's anecdotal. Well, I don't know. Um, the, 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 the only exception I'll make to my rule about how, you know, whoever is the most popular gets the most money is when we come to paired news readers who started at the same time. When you have that scenario, absolutely it should be parody. Absolutely it should be parody. Oh, yeah, and yeah. it only changes when one of them gets tapped on the shoulder and steps out or chooses to step away. The, the and the new kid comes in at The reason less. I'll slightly just... I agree in principle, mm. but if you've got the headline act that comes to this pairing and, you know, they've had 25 years of journalistic experience and they're being paired up with someone with 10 years... I, I don't know. I'm trying to come sure. up with a scenario. Yeah, yeah. My, but that's a rarity then, Rob. I yeah, understand. Uh, I agree. So what I'm saying is that... In TV and media, there's always... Here, I I gave an example on 4BC. If suddenly they said, you're co-hosting with Sophie Formica, right, to me... I am? If they said, Robert Knight, you're co-hosting with Sophie Formica, it would be my expectation that she would be on more money than me. She is a household name. She has had a long and distinguished on-air career. This would be an opportunity for me. It would be a break. So there's Mm. no doubt in my mind that she should be on more money than me. Just a little side note. I, I was in the Sophie Formica fan club when I was at university in 1991. Gross, <laughs> gross. I can't Mate, imagine I was, what you were doing to pictures. We were drinking a lot of beer, is what it was, Robert. It was weird. an excuse for a social club. That's all it was. But gee, can I? Fair yeah, enough. Good, fair good enough. Focus. Can I give you a little show? Uh, this, if you can call it a show, but if I can give this little show a, a, an exclusive, um, I was paid more than Scott Tweedy. Sure, he was pretty, but I got more money <laughs> than he did. Mm. <laughs> but talent overshines deli- no, when wait, it comes wait, wait, wait. to. The delay in Rob's laugh or reaction <laughs> proves that that story I just made up in my fucking head. I was trying to think in my head. Is that true? <laughs> Who's Scott Tweedy? Oh, sorry. Yes. Yeah, right. Apparently oh, he's hosted a, a TV guy. show. It's Australian time Island. to open the TV binge box and find out what everyone's been watching. Robbo, have you watched anything in the last few weeks? I sure have, and I'm really excited about this. I watched – it's a little bit old, but it's fantastic. It's called Feud. Now, this is Joan Collins and Betty Davis, um, yes. played by the wonderful, 
Yes, and I'm so glad it you dropped them because I can remember one actress and I couldn't remember the other one, and now I can't remember either of them because they're actresses. Am I right? If they right, were actors, right. I'd remember their fucking names. <laughs> anyway, yeah. um, look, uh, it was a fantastic <laughs> mini series. It was fantastic. <laughs> uh, six episodes. Brilliantly made. Ryan Murphy, uh, I can remember the man's name. Oh, Love God, Ryan Murphy. Yeah, because he's a guy. Yeah. Um, yeah. And um, he um, made American <laughs> Idol. Playing no, with American Horror Story. It was a joke. It was a joke, oh, guys. I'm just and Glee. I'm doing fucking gags. Um, and well, Glee. Um, a really, really great show on Amazon Prime. Um, six episodes. Fantastic. And mm. the great thing is they recreate, which is what I like. A lot of scenes from um, Whatever Happened to Baby Jane, which was their big picture they did together. And notice I said yes. picture because I'm a part of that world now. I say picture. Were those pictures moving, Robbo? They were moving pictures. They were talkings, mm. if you uh, if you don't mind. Anyway, I'm getting the wind-up. Um, um, so um, really great. They recreate scenes beautifully. Um, Susan Sarandon as Betty Davis is brilliant. Really, really amazing. I've also continued with The Great, which is on Stan. Really quick thing, yes. though. No, I'm that's two. Podca- no, 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 no. This is uh, now, now I want something for free. Um, I am on a TV podcast. Um, I pay for Stan. Mm. <laughs> don't we all? Um, I don't want to pay for the rest of them. So if someone could help me out um, with that, I want to be paid to the other ones. Or otherwise, I'll just keep watching Stan. And Mike Sneesby, I know you're listening, the CEO of the Nine Network. Um, uh, I'm going to keep watching Stan. That's the only one that I'll watch unless I get free. It sounds like you need a patron, Robbo. Like a, an old school ancient a Roman matron? patron. Like a matron for country practice? But no, uh, not matron. Robbo, I'm confused. You just patron. asked for a free Stan subscription no, 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 and then no, no. you said, but I'll only Stan. keep watching Stan. No, no, no he's no, already no, no. got I it. I pay for Stan. Yeah. I've already ah. got Stan. He wants oh, the other. Got a free I would like to Stan. Have... No, he pays for it. I pay for that one to sneeze because we're old footy mates. We have <laughs> a long story. Um, <laughs> right. But I would really like to get Netflix and um, Binge. So I remember okay. we had that lady mm. on from Binge that time that I hosted the show. She mm. wasn't missed impressed the with the kind pencil. of comedy that I had. Old HB Pencil. HB, HB Pencil. She didn't care for the comedy I gave, and she never get, gave me that free. Yeah, she um, gave, us, gave us, gave the rest of us all free subscriptions, <laughs> but not you, Robbo. <laughs> Well, she didn't like the name I gave her, but it's the name that other people gave her. <laughs> Moving anyway, on. Anyway, Pencil, if you're listening. Um, I have been watching The Summit. Uh, weirdly, though, I haven't seen the final episode yet, but I did not like the twist of how they distributed the money and how they said they were going to do that. I thought it was a oh, great production. The whole show fell apart after, like, episode four. How did they Just do that? Just horrendous. It did seem to do that. I was a bit more forgiving, but the twist... I watched every ep. Yeah, the the twist of the way they were handing out the money was not a favourite of mine. So that was on nine. You can even John Courtney now. didn't believe it, and he had to tell them. You could can see I just what say, he was I telling think them. He's, he's the like, host of the year. You, pink jacket, get out. You know, yeah. like the way he treated them like shit. I, I love that. You can call, that. It was really mate, 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 You can't call them that anymore. We used to call them fancies and whatever. <laughs> you can't call them pink jackets. He was wearing. It was a, a pink really jacket. interesting directorial choice, producing choice for Jai, and I think that they that was the one thing they really nailed in the season was how he addressed the contestants. Yes, although they did make him look creepy, like a creepy stalker, the way he was on the mountain overlooking them. Yeah, I'm watching these little Oh, turning the helicopter into a character. Seriously. I actually liked that. What is this show? Oh, the summit. And God. It's actually good. There's there's a lot of good elements. I don't know if it'll come. There's a lot of people saying it won't come back. It's actually good. Um, There's a lot of people saying it won't come back. It cost too much, didn't get the ratings. (laughs) But... Nine were the co-pro of this. They want to try and sell it overseas. Yes. I've got a feeling it might be enough to get them across the line, but I think there would be some format changes like that terrible ending and a few little tweaks along the way. Um, The other one I've been watching is uh, everyone raves about Succession. I know the final episode has just aired, but I've gone back to the beginning and I'm watching Succession. No, no, you just started it, Rob. (laughs) Not going back to the beginning. Oh, yeah, I'm starting from the beginning. (laughs) Okay, and I'm watching it on Binge, binge and Foxtel. Yeah. And why didn't I know about Why didn't I watch this show earlier? It's, oh, I'm Rob, so addicted to there it. There are so many comments in the podcast about why you didn't know stuff and we've had to tell you about stuff. <laughs> so many. I've still never seen a single second. It's it is on my list. Amazing. It's on my list. It, it, it is mm. absolutely amazing. Um, the mistake the I've made is yes, I'm watching it with my wife, and that oh. means I can't just binge it at a million whoa, miles whoa, an hour. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Have, oh, it's okay. always when we're together and, you yeah. know. Uh, yeah, yeah. And, and now Why I it is, am I right? Just get back it is without peer. I agree, Rob, without peer, one of the best dramas of the modern era. Succession oh, really absolutely is. smashed it out of the park. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah, but Abby, what have you been watching? 
Um, so I'm continuing on with Queer Eye, which I spoke about a few weeks ago, and I said I was disappointed by the first episode of the new season. You didn't I, know they were gay? No. So yeah. I'm so sorry. I found, I think you made that same joke then as well. Oh, That's the second time you've done that no. joke. No, I, I found them a bit mean and judgy, and it isn't what I love the show about. But... I will say that was an exception, that episode. The next few, they have gone completely back to normal. I actually have a suspicion that it was filmed at a different time to the rest of them because they, in each season, they kind of rent a house or a loft or whatever and wherever they're staying and that's where they shoot all, like, the follow-ups and they watch the packages at the end and stuff. That episode didn't have one, which Mm. makes me think they didn't have the loft or the apartment, which makes me think... They weren't there. It was filmed way late. So I don't know if they needed an extra episode or a previous episode couldn't happen for whatever reason. That is my suspicion. Um, But the rest of the season, amazing. Like, absolutely Mm. amazing. So good. Cry every time. Incredible. Um, The other one I've started watching, which everyone is shocked when they hear I haven't watched it because it is just like me wrapped up in a TV show, is One Tree Hill because, like, early 2000s teen drama is... That's got your... um, your, uh, Chad Michael Murray? No, no, the um, the the, the boy from uh, uh, no, no, that I feel like an old woman now. Uh, the, <laughs> the the um, the Parks and Recreation fella. He was in that. Which one? Chris Hemsworth, not the Chris Hemsworth. Chris Chris Pratt. Pratt. Yeah, he was in One Tree Hill. He's not in it yet. If he is. Oh. Anyway, but we should like, keep this in. Yeah, yeah <laughs> this, please. this is good stuff. Um, but no, yeah, early 2010 drama is like my go-to genre. It was like same time as Gilmore Girls, same kind of yep. like it's just, yeah. And the fact that I've never watched it is outrageous. Um, I'm now like four yep. episodes in, so not super far, but I'm obsessed with it already. I love it. Great. All right. Now, look, I'm so sorry, Mog. We've run out of time, so we'll have oh. to hold yours over till next week. That's the end <laughs> no, of TV stop. Black Box. Thank you so much for joining us. I'm Rob McKnight. Yeah. Uh, Abby, no, stop. Mog, and Robbo, thank you so Bye, much. Mog, I'm sure we'll get to you next I... week. Thanks for being such a good <laughs> no, sport No, no, no. I know you're making a joke, but Mog asked a very important question. What is that on? And I am watching it illegally because the only oh, thing on. it is on is 7 Plus. Like, why is it not on That's a streaming illegal. service? Then watch it on 7 yeah, Plus. but she's not, not watching, watching it on 7 Plus. Are you kidding? Seven, oh, no, you do. Nah, you're out. I'm not watching ads. When I when I want to binge a show, I am not sitting through an ad break every 10 minutes. So I am watching it illegally and it is outrageous that a streaming service has not bought it. Maybe the network should... Um, do a subscription tier. I agree. I'd be happy to. For like two bucks. I wouldn't give it too much, but I'd be happy to do that. Hmm. Presto. <laughs> what have you been watching? Give us your two shows, mate. Um, I just look, had to stir you up. I'm sorry. And see how hard I bit, Rob. Thank <laughs> oh, you. Oh, mate, you, you, uh, you went so red. Like you weren't saying a word, but you went so red. I thought you were a volcano ready to explode. <laughs> Thanks for bringing up my rosacea, Rob. I appreciate it. <laughs> Oh, uh, no, we really are out of time. We've been speaking too much about being out of time. No, I, I agree. Rob's succession was amazing. <laughs> Trying to get um, two, the two shows. The two shows I want to talk about, and, and I'm going to stick to it because I wanted to tell you about two others, given we didn't talk about them last week. Um, the Ted Lasso season three slash series finale was overwhelmingly excellent. I cried five different times unashamedly. I thought we'll it was an excellent wrap up and, a pussy, I may be. No, 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 no. Rob, I'm being done. No, crying at TV is perfectly acceptable. I love it. It, I love it. it was, it was a wonderful round up and wrap up without it being tied up in a little bow. And the door is left open. There may be a spin-off series. We, we all of the stuff they're keeping that hush hush. If that indeed is a thing, I just thought that uh, full credit to Jason Sudeikis uh, and the rest of the writers that that pulled that thing together. I thought you did a marvellous job. Bit patchy through summer season two and early season three, but you brought it home strong. If you haven't seen it, friends, it's on Apple TV+. Plus. Did you enjoy the and final season is... as a whole, Mog? Because I haven't watched it, but I know some people struggled a bit with it. I have some questions about Nate's story arc. Mm-hmm. So that was the, the coach that left, mm. you know, in, in sort of Spoiler. anger almost. Spoiler. Oh, Rob. That season is two was two, two years ago. Yes. It's not oh, a still a spoiler. If I go no. back and watch that now, I now know yeah, that yeah. character leaves. That well, is I mean, the definition of a spoiler, mate. If you were serious about watching the show. No, you can't say that. You don't get to determine yes, when I watch a show. 
Oh yes, I do. People have there, talked. There, there has to be. There has to okay. be I, some no, no, kind that of. That is pure arrogance, and I swear to God, I'm not even joking. That fires me up like nothing else. The arrogance that tell. just because you've watched something that is on demand, that you mm-hmm. think it's okay to give plot point details of, of key events that happen, and that's okay. That's not okay, mate. From a season that ended two human years ago. There's no time limit. You can still say that it's been a great show. You don't need to give plot points away. There have been, in this case, in the instance that you're talking about, spoilers across social media for literally two years. Doesn't make it acceptable. The, 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 no, it does because the public conversation about the series has been open and transparent. Which I have not seen and I've avoided, but you are not giving me and other listeners who have not watched this show, who are listening to your commentary and your advice to go and watch it mm-hmm. and thinking maybe I'll go and watch this and you're giving away a spoiler. Do you and not you know understand what? It's the, actually the, the arrogance not- of that? It's not going to spoil anything for you because I gave no details around it. I gave no context. Anyway. It is my choice because I shared it. Oh, sorry. I chose to share It's your choice to be an asshole who spoils things for people. Is that what you're saying? Okay. Yeah. You know that Bruce Willis was dead the whole time, right? what it is. You you have such an arrogance about this, (laughs) Mark, that you think it's okay to Mm -hmm. fuck over people. I'm not talking about who won the summit, mate. I'm talking about a show that finished airing two years ago. Does not matter. Yeah. Anyone that listens to this podcast, yes, it does. Because we pitch ourselves to the media industry, anybody that wants to be engaged in the conversation is going to have seen you it. You can if engage going to without see giving storylines away. There is I was no asked a direct question. Ever. I was ever. asked a direct question about maybe this season didn't, you know, struggled a little bit or blah blah blah, and I gave a reason why. To not give a reason why would be hollow. And the Hollow Men uh, rescreening now on ABC and iView, a great Australian series. That's all I had. Great Australian series. Speaking of great Australian series, Mm. Robbo, there's a new um, (laughs) Australian black comedy on Prime Video. Oh, yeah, 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 it's right and in your really quick you guys, thing, all three yeah. of you. Really quick thing, they they came to mm-hmm. various broadcasts of Studio 10 before <laughs> yes. they made the show. I'll bet and they you did. can see most of those elements <laughs> in the first episode where the, the jib hits a light or they cut to the wrong thing or the graphics don't work. Uh, they absolutely came to that show. Thank you. Anyway, Amazing. Uh, it is the first three episodes dropped last Friday on Prime Video. And I was fortunate enough to get the first six. I devoured them over the weekend. Well, before. I watched a few before the premiere and then finished it off afterwards. There's eight episodes. I still don't know how it, it, how it finishes, so I can't spoil it. Um, the, the interesting, the interesting well thing about it. what you've already seen. You've well, seen it, so oh what does it matter God, if it's spoiled for stop. us? Oh, there's this great scene with a donkey. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, there's no donkey. The... The the thing that I think that is amazing about Deadlock is that it stays true to the comedic sort of approach and there's lots of great comedy and lots of great comedic performances in it. Nina Oyama, Tom Ballard, uh, it just, it spins, uh, Susie Yusuf, it just spins. Mm. It's incredible to, to watch. What often happens in a comedy is that the through through line narrative, in this case of Who Done It, gets shelved or gets forgotten and then gets picked up and wedged in and oh we roll oh, that's right, there's a dead person. We have to make sure that that connects. They they have managed to keep this Who Done It as an absolute central point of the plot. That's and the good, whole yeah. series benefits from it. It is so funny. It's so great. It's filmed in Tasmania under COVID conditions. It was in post-production for a year in part because of wow. COVID pro- uh, conditions. So it's out right now. It's on Prime Video. It's called Deadlock, D-E-A-D-L-O-C-H. Just go and watch it. It is so freaking great. Mm. So great. I'm excited. Okay. All right, that brings us to the end of TV Black Box. Don't forget, for all the latest news, go to tvblackbox.com.au. And a final message from me. Be kind to your fellow man. Don't spoil TV shows. What about See you women? Next time. But what about women? Oh, my God, he's done it again. <laughs> They're going to come for That's me. That's a great idea. That is good. That's, That's fucking good. great. Love you. Love you, Rob. 